0: This Torah class is brought to you by torahanytime.com. There are, there are really eight different categories of things you're not allowed to do during the nine days. Because the restrictions of the nine days, which start at sunset on Rosh Chaydash, um, are far more intense than the, uh, than the three weeks. And they basically follow, fall into the following categories. Number one is meat and wine. Number two is buying new items. Number three is making or repairing garments. Number four is laundering or cleaning garments. Number five is wearing new clothing. Number six is bathing and swimming. Number seven is building, decorating and building and decorating. And number eight is wearing Shabbos clothes. Okay, so I'm not sure if we're going to get through all of them now, but at least the, uh, the headlines is the following. Um, meat and wine. So the truth is that as far as the basic halafa goes, it's only really forbidden on the last meal. Between, um, before Tisha B'av. But the minhag Ashkenaz is to, um, is, to, is not to have meat and wine for the whole, uh, the whole of the nine days, apart from on Shabbos. Um, and the reason is, firstly, it's, uh, it's, uh, meat and wine is something that's just somewhat self-indulgent, and therefore it's not appropriate during this time. And the other reason is the Gemara we saw yesterday, in Bava Basra, where, um, where you did have these people that didn't want to have meat and wine at any point after the destruction of the temple, which we said was something which people would not be able to cope with, but nonetheless, um, at least for, for nine days a year, people should be able to manage it. Okay, so it's sunset on Rosh Chodesh Av. If you began eating meat and drinking wine before sunset, you have to stop even in the middle of a meal. But here's the thing, if you dove in an early mariv on, um, on, uh, on, on, on Erev Rosh Chodesh, then it all kicks in from then. Okay? So once you've said, Yalov, Yalov, if you don't have any Marev here, then you can no longer have meat and wine after Marev. Okay? We, the, it goes until Chatzayist, um, midday on the 10th of Av. But not this year. Uh, then, even this year. Even, even this year, um, because it's a Erev Shabbos, we're still not allowed to have meat and wine um, until the, the, the 10th. Okay? Okay? Um, Children, when the because the Beis Hamidosh carried on burning until the 10th. Really, we should fast on the 10th, but we go after the beginning of the tragedy rather than the end, but we do a halfway house on the 10th of up okay. as well, okay? Um, there will be a little bit different this year because it's Erev Shabbos, but not as far as meat, wine, or music is concerned. Um, children who once have... Um, Okay, so a child over the age of seven or eight, assuming that they're healthy and not allowed to eat meat and wine, or meat, especially wine is more grape juice, is going to be a problem. A child under than three is no problem in general. Um, Between three and seven is a gray area, and it depends on the needs of the child. Okay, if a child um, has a weak constitution, then the child can also have it regardless of their age. Now, for the purposes of this, meat includes chicken as well. Um, and included in it also is any food that was cooked with meat and chicken. So let's say you've got potatoes from a charlotte or ch- carrots from a chicken soup. Those are 100% meaty. That's included as well. But of food cooked in a meaty pot is no problem. Okay? Right. And that's true even if the pot I've been used in the last 24 hours. It doesn't matter. Cooked of food in a meaty pot, no issue. Um, wine and grape juice are a problem. Okay, anything that's got the broth of bribery agaf and you can't have. Beer and other alcohols, you'll be happy to know, are totally fine. Okay? Um, okay, now you're not allowed to cook with wine as well, if wine enhances the flavour. Um, and same thing, by the way, if, if kids or whatever want to make ice lollies out of grape juice, that's also not allowed. So, it's, so you're not allowed to have um, grape juice or wine are totally off. What happens if you... Um, you forgot and you made a bracha, then you should have a tiny sip and then that's it. Someone who is unwell, okay, someone that is sick, um, an adult who is unwell, is that because it's only a minhag, um, is allowed to have meat and wine until the of of Um Someone who is um, um, allergic to milk. So then they've got a very limited diet. So if they can manage with fish, great. If they can't manage with that, they can have chicken until the 7th of Av. Our- Okay, seventh of Av it was much more intense. The um, the, the Romans got a lot closer to the Beit Hamikdash, um, and that's true for what pregnant woman as well. She can have um, she can have chicken if necessary, but again, if she can avoid it on the seventh of eighth, the ninth of Av, that's much better. Um, similarly, it's uh, it's pretty similar to um, a nursing woman as well. But if a woman needs it for a nursing woman needs it for her milk, then she can have it until the of Sakas. Um Okay, if you now the one the one exclusion is a suda smitzva. So a suda smitzva, you're allowed to have meat and wine, um, and it depends when this um, when this suda is when um, who can eat. So until the week, so this year we've got the, um, the nine days is divided into it's a game of two halves. You've got from Rosh Chodesh until Shabbos, and then after Shabbos till Tishabav. The second part, which is called Shavuot Shachalbo, the week of Tishah that is more strict than the first part, as far as this is concerned. What does that mean, Shavosh? The week of Tishav, the week when Tishav falls. That was the was the the also. Yeah, Shavuah Shachal. Both the week comfort. when Tishav falls. Okay. The of also. Yeah, yeah. Some, that. Well, some are different, but um, until the week of Tishav, anyone that you'd normally inv- so the week that's so on the first part of the nine days, anyone you'd normally invite to a suda, you're making a seum, anyone that would normally come, they can come and have meat and wine. During the week of Tishav. It's limited to the person making the simcha, their close family, okay, and 10 other men, okay, can come and have meat and wine. On Erev Tishabav, you have to finish, you should do it in the morning, okay? Um, there are four types. There are four, There are really four things there's a bris, a pigeon, a ben, a sium, or a bar mitzvah. Those are the four types of meal. Um, okay, without going into all the details, if you happen to be making a bris or a pigeon, a ben, um, this week, let me next week, let me know. In terms of a siyum, you really need to finish. You need to finish a mesecta of shas or an order of mishnayot. But the, the caveat is this: and you have certain restaurants in America, for example, I'm sure we wouldn't do it here, um, where you have a siyum advertised siyum every night, guaranteed so they can get okay. That's a very American thing to do, but um, that doesn't work, okay? Um, you know. So number one, number one. The um, how can I do it, I yeah. Well, oh, so one second. So, so a few things. Um, the um, the. So well, I, I think this, the number one is you can't um, you can't plan to finish in the nine days. If it's in the normal course of your learning, fine. You can't save it up and like you know save up a bunch of daffy. Yeah, 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 the the... What? Just... Uh, right, it's think. a short though, okay, but again, if you would normally finish at that time, but this I think this oh. is the most important thing. <laughs> How do you normally celebrate a siam? If you normally celebrate a siam with a meaty meal, then fine. If you normally celebrate a siam with a, with a bit of whiskey and a an mazonas, you know, then, um, then it's a bit hard to justify doing that during the nine days. If it isn't good enough for Erev Pesach, you know, where we make do with a macaroon and a and then it's a bit hard to justify it during the nine days as a way of, um, as a way of finishing it. Um... But you should know that, uh, and therefore, um, you know, it's, to, to make it a siyam is, you know, halachically um, problematic, I would say. You know, you can't say it's, for, it's straight out forbidden, but on the other hand, it's, um, it can be pushing the boundaries. There are, in Chabad especially, you have a minhag of making a siyam every day, but many of them don't eat meat or wine. They just make a siyam. Why? The idea is that a siyam is, is a simchah mitzvah. It's it's a way of um. It's, it's it's an idea of friendship, and it's undoing the baseless hatred of the destruction of Yisrael Mikdash. So there's an idea of making making a siyam every day, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you should be having meat and wine every day. Uh, yeah. No, so the nine days, the nine days of making siyum. Okay, <laughs> that would <be> a big, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be uh, yeah. On okay, a meat and wine <laughs> for a bar mitzvah. Um, if you normally, if, if you know, you're the kind of family would make do a, on the day when the boy is thirteen, do a meaty meal, then that would be um, that would be permissible as well. Something holds; he has to give a drush or two. Now, Shabbos, no problem with having meat and wine. And if you happen to, if you've got young kids and you give them food before Shabbos because Friday night is too late, you can also give them meat. Or, you can give them meat or grape juice before Shabbos as well because that for them is Shabbos. Um, in terms of tasting the food. Um, you know, there's a mitzvah to taste. We say it on Musaf and Shabbos morning. Thayim, those who taste will get life. So you meant to taste the food before Shabbos to make sure that it's properly cooked and properly spiced and everything else. Um, debated point, whether you, can, um, whether you can taste it on Erev Shabbos. Certainly, if you want to make sure, just to, just to taste it without swallowing it, that would definitely be okay. Um, but just to kind of tuck into the uh, food on Friday <laughs> afternoon, just, you know, just to check. Um, yeah, 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 be careful with that. Um, yeah. Okay. In terms of the wine for Havdalah, um, so that's another interesting debated point. The um, There are those that say you should find a child who's reached the age of chinuch for, um, for brachas and hasn't reached the age of education for understanding about the destruction of the base of Mikdash. You know, if you can go and find such a kid, right? it's almost impossible to find. It's quite a commodity. Um so therefore, the minhag is, if you, if you some people don't make um, havdala on grape or wine or grape juice during the nine days, they make it on beer, they avoid the problem that way. Um, but if your minhag is to make it on wine or grape juice, then you can, uh, then you can, the adult can drink it, okay? Because it's a mitzvah rather than, um, than for pleasure. Um, no problem, since we've learned we're now all experts in the sugya of Marasai. can you buy meat during the nine days? No have a sign on your back saying, this is for, not for, for eating. The, well, the restaurants, the, the kosher restaurants. Is well, right? the kosher restaurants are open for another reason. Kosher restaurants are open because it's better that people should eat meat during the nine days than they should eat treif. If they'd closed, then there's a proportion of people that would eat treif, okay, presumably. And therefore, you've got to... And anyone that knows they shouldn't have meat during the nine days shouldn't. There's no problem of buying meat during the nine days because there's many legitimate reasons why you might need to buy it. I might be buying it for someone that's not well. I might be buying it for someone sort of So There's many reasons why I might need Shabbos to buy it. Shabbos, yeah, for sure. Well, about after Shabbos, but yeah. So, um, no problem. Now, you're not allowed to buy new clothes during the nine days. Okay, that's really important. That's even things that don't need even anything. You're not allowed to buy or wear new clothes during the nine days. Um... If you're if a, a newborn baby, then you you would be allowed... Something, the, the exclusion is something which is on sale during the nine days and would not be available later either at all or at that price. You'd be allowed to buy it <coughs> during the nine days. You wouldn't be allowed to wear it, That you'd be allowed to buy it. Um, if you need to pay a new pair of titters, because that's a mitzvah, you'd be allowed to. Okay? Okay. Um, if you happen to be travelling to a certain place, you know, Israelis that come here and want to go to uh, Marks and Spencer's and they're only going to be here during the nine days, then that would also be allowed because they're only here at that time. They're not allowed to wear them, but they'd be allowed to buy it because they'd be losing out otherwise. Um, if you hadn't got appropriate... Um, any item that you wear? Socks. Yeah? Can't buy new socks during the nine days. During the three weeks you can, during the nine days you can't. Okay? Um... If you haven't got food, like, appropriate footwear for Tisha B'av, you could buy that again during the nine days. Um, what else? Giving gifts. You should not give. Uh, giving gifts is okay during the nine days. Not on Tisha B'av. It's part of greeting. But expensive gifts, valuable gifts, should not be given during the nine days. Okay. Um, what else? Is yeah, part of Simcha. Okay. You can order items during the nine days if you're going to be delivered for delivered after the nine days. Amazon. Okay. Um, Amazon never stops. Yeah, clothes. Those going things. Okay. Um, what else? Something like a cartridge for a... Yeah, that's cartridge. a yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no problem. That's no problem at all. Okay. Sewing, weaving and knitting is also not allowed. The Minag is not to do that. Um, if you happen to be a tailor, there might be a header. Um, especially if you're working for non-jews. Laundry. Um, the, you're not meant to do laundry during the nine days. The only... Um, the, 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 the justifications for doing it is for children who soil their clothes regularly. You're allowed to, um, you're allowed to wash for kids. Um, the, you're that, and this prohibition of laundry is even for, for non jews doing your laundry for you. You've got a cleaner that's going to turn it on. It doesn't make any difference. You're not allowed to... Um, does that include clothes you're not gonna Yeah, clothes you are you do need and clothes you don't need. You need to have enough clothes for the nine days, and you're not meant to launder clothes. If you have literally no other clothes, right? The the, the case where you only own one clothing item, okay, or you've literally run out to the point where you have nothing, then you can wash what you need. But um other than that, you should not be um you should not be laundering. Um included in that is all um, all garments. Um inc- included in that is also um Sheets, tablecloths, those kind of things. Um, and that, again, begins from sunset on Erev um, on, on Rosh Chodesh. Um, however, um, if you're the kind of family that's got a lot of washing to do before Rosh Chodesh, as long as you put the washing machine on before sunset, it can carry on spinning till afterwards. Um, on this year, because of Shabbos, we're allowed to wash on Thursday night for covered Shabbos. Okay, normally it would only only allowed to stop the washing machine at midday, tenth of Av. But because Shabbos is coming, so there's a leniency this year. Um, if you've got a stain, you can remove it with water. Um, you're allowed to launder for hygiene as well. So if a person has to, um, you know, owns a nursing home or a hotel or something like that, or a guest, okay, um, etc., you'd be allowed to do it. As you said, children is fine. Um uh, if you have nothing, then you are allowed to wash. Um but shouldn't iron, okay? One second. <laughs> Ironing is also a problem, by the way. Okay? Um not meant to um you're not meant to polish silver. You um wet clothing. If you've got wet clothing you can put it in the dryer. You're allowed to brush down clothes. What else? Um ...shmatters and stuff like that that you need for the house... ...then you can, you can wash those, okay? If you haven't got an iron tablecloth for Shabbos, you can iron. And the same thing is true. If you've only got... If you, your only Shabbos shirt is creased, you're allowed to iron it as well. Now, the other thing is... ...even if all your washing was done before the nine days... ...you're still not allowed to wear freshly laundered clothes. Hmm. Uh, also has got a simcha. So what you're meant to do is you're meant to put your clothes on before the nine days... Just you know, try them on or take off the uh, the freshness of it in some way. If you're unable to put your, your shirts and trousers on, that doesn't apply to underwear. Just to overwear shirts and trousers. If you're unable to do that because you haven't got time or capacity, or whatever, what people do is they put it on the floor and even step on it beforehand just to take off the freshness. This is um, it's not this again. These are very very similar to the halachas of Avilas. Um, it's as a, just again worthwhile quoting Rashi Zalman Obach who said. Lots of people came to him asking for heterium you know, during the, the three weeks and the nine days. That, that those same people don't come to ask for heterium during when they're in shloshim for the pe- for for a loved one. Meaning that it's it's our problem that we don't take the morning for the bereaved something seriously enough, and we do understand obviously the loss of a, um, of a of a loved one. So that's something we need to um, sensitise ourselves to. Um, in terms of how long you need to wear clothes to take off the freshness, it's impossible to give. An amount of time, but it's enough time that the freshness of the freshly laundered clothes is not, um, is not there anymore. Um, what else? Um, said so if you've got house guests, you can put fresh linen on it, etc. Um, okay, the next one is bathing and swimming. Okay, you're not meant to go swimming during the nine days. Bathing, you are not allowed to bathe for pleasure. You are allowed to bathe for cleanliness. Okay, so a nice, long, hot bath or shower is not allowed. But showering with lukewarm water, with, with soap, as necessary, is permissible. So anything to, to remove dirt, perspiration, body odour, all of that. You don't have to go on stinking during the nine days. Okay, but they're not allowed to bathe for pleasure. That is, the, for the bathing that is forbidden is rechita <laughs> Um If someone needs to, for medical reasons, then they would also be allowed to wash. Um, they would be allowed to wash. Um... In terms of bathing for Shabbos, um, it is a debated point, okay? But the are scheme who allow, this is the Minnagin Chutzlar, it says generally to follow this, that one who generally washes themselves in warm water on the air of Shabbos can do so. But nonetheless, you know, even, even if you do that, you should really do it as quickly as possible. Just do what you need to do. It's not, it's not a time just to uh, indulge so, in bathing, Right. Yeah. Um the young children that get themselves dirty very often they're allowed to wash as well. Um okay, just finish off with a couple of things. In terms of um building works at home, things that are for pleasure you're not allowed to do. Um but things that are necessity. So if something breaks at home, you know, the toilet breaks or you need to fix something at home, you're allowed you're allowed to fix it. Um but you're not allowed to do, you shouldn't just do decorating for uh, for pleasure, um, unless it's absolutely necessary for functional living. Similarly, um, gardening, okay, gardening is an issue during the nine days, okay, planting for pleasure is prohibited, that means trees and shrubs that are there for ornaments, etc. Um, but regular upkeep of, um, of previously planted trees and gardens is okay, so weeding, watering and mowing the lawn is okay. Okay. Um, Okay, you shouldn't buy decorative flowers or plants during the nine days, but you can for Shabbos. Um, and the other things are not meant to wear Shabbos clothes during the nine days either. Except okay? So, apart from on Shabbos, according to our custom, the Shokun to the Ramah, they did not, back in Poland, back in the day, they did not wear Shabbos clothes in Shabbos Chazain. Our Minhag follows the Vilnagan, who, um, who allows um, wearing Shabbos clothes on Shabbos. But you should just know that there are those. Um, Yes, he did, he did well, not. Uh, that's something else, but you know the. Uh, <laughs> say, <"Armine, laughs> no, Shabbos. No, yeah. Shabbos. I can't come on Shabbos, but oh, I'll, okay. I'm in. I guess to wear Shabbos clothes on Shabbos. Okay, so we'll leave it there. Yeah, Next we'll time, time we'll do a holiday. session. You're allowed to go on holiday if you keep the halachas of the nine days. Yes. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.